Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Conversations. It's one of your hosts, Reed, and I'm here to bring you guys a special episode that Frank and I recently recorded with The Resistance, a Contramundum podcast. Uh, these fellows were kind enough to have us on their show, and we talked a little bit about the Russia-Ukraine situation, uh, celebrities speaking out against cancel culture, and uh, a little bit about the transgender issue with sports and in schools. So we hope you enjoy this great conversation. And without any further ado, here it is. Welcome, guys, to another episode of The Resistance. Uh, we got some really awesome uh, guests here with us tonight. Uh, before we get into some deep conversation with these guys, uh, you guys are listening on apple uh, please give us five star review like comment you know subscribe and please 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 share man it really helps the channel out but uh but anyways yeah we got my awesome co-host jared with us tonight again for the second episode in a row which is what phenomenal. up there he is but um like i said so let's get into it we got a really cool crew here with us tonight they are from uh, conservative conversations podcast we've got reed and frank with us tonight so everybody here's reed and here's frank hello guys um uh welcome back to what will also be a new episode of conservatives conversations uh as brian said i am reed and my co-host here is frank and we are from conservative conversations it is a conservative news and uh, commentary podcast that we started uh what was it frank a little more than a year ago almost two yeah. years ago yep almost two years now yep <clears throat> and uh we decided to start our show because uh frank and i have been uh best friends since college for a little bit more than 10 years now and for uh quite a while for several years we lived um, apart from each other a pretty good distance so we'd be talking on the phone all the time about politics and the news and stuff like that and you know we say something amongst each other and then you know a couple of days later it seems like same things we were talking about were being repeated on other popular shows and stuff like that so we decided to go ahead and start recording our conversations pretty much and putting them out there to get our voices out and to be heard and yeah and so it's been a lot that. of fun yeah, yeah. <clears throat> i mean there are times uh we definitely churn out more material than others uh, there are times we fall behind um and still we've never gotten our interview on fox news that right. <laughs> we so desperately crave but uh, <laughs> but we're bummer. still just working at it here <clears throat> And eventually, somebody's going to hear us one of these days. We know it. That's right. Of course, man. Just uh, a little bit of patience and uh, persistence, right? That's right. right. <laughs> well, guys, it, it's awesome to ha have you all on here with us tonight. Uh, you know, we love reaching out to other podcasts that are, are like-minded. And we've even had a couple of podcasts where we've totally taken a dive into a field that is nothing that we talk about. So... Um, <laughs> you know, which has been kind of fun and interesting, but you know, it's all about that, 
uh, networking and stuff and just trying to get your name out there and get recognized. And yeah, definitely. We have not been very up on our social media presence and promoting ourselves that much. That's something we're hoping to really work on this year. But still, we know we're getting views. I mean, we know people are finding us and uh, Mm -hmm. we've gotten to do a couple of collaborations now. Um, We did a really cool one with uh, a guy by the name of Critical Podcast out of Canada. You know, when all that trucker stuff was going on up there. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, Yeah. like you're saying about the networking and everything, you know, it's great to to find like minded people. We definitely enjoy that. So, yeah, it's funny that you talk about a critical podcast is he was our actual first guest that we've had on the podcast. Uh, he, he was fantastic. We, we did the same. He's awesome, man. Yeah. <laughs> Talking is. about the truckers and all that good stuff. It was, it was a blast. He's a, yeah, he dude. was, uh, our first guest as well. We did it, uh, a little more than a month ago is when we recorded our show with him. And he was pretty, pretty gracious host. He set up the meeting and everything like that. Really good guy. Yeah. yeah I think those um, Canadians are super nice. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they are. I'm still waiting for my maple syrup. So if you're listening, buddy, um, uh, yeah, I'm not really sure where that is. Being <laughs> held up at the border. Yeah, oh yeah, no kidding. They got to make sure there's no COVID on the bottles, right? Uh, That's right. <laughs> well, but, uh, would you mind to tell uh, our listeners a little bit about Jerry Guys' show? Yeah, we can totally Absolutely. do that. Yeah, Jerry, you want to tell them a little bit about what what we get into, man? Yeah, so we started this. I guess it was back in November. So it's past November. So we've been at this not even, I guess, what, six months or so at this yeah. point. Yeah, not I think our first, our first episode went live in November or October. So it's kind of, kind of along the same lines as you guys. Like Brian and I, we've been lifelong friends, and we were just sitting here. We were literally just texting back and forth one day watching the news, and it was just like, this is absurd, you know, and realized that him and I had politically just a lot in common and we'd never really discussed politics before. And so it was kind of like, man, let's, uh, Oh, and oddly enough, we both had the idea on our own of doing podcasting. Yeah. And so we're sitting here just brainstorming one day and it was just like, well, dude, let's do it together. And he's the tech genius back here. He does all of it. Yeah. That's how Reed is here too. He does all the editing. He does a lot of yeah. work. <laughs> Yeah, we just get to show up and look pretty. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, it's it was super cool. It's like, you know, I had thought about you know, doing a podcast for a while, but I was like, man, I don't know how to do any of this stuff. And right. You know, That's who, kind of how I felt. Who's really going to listen to me? Like, who cares what I have to say? You know, and then uh, Jared said something about it. I was like, dude, that's crazy. You said that because uh, I'm kind of thinking the same thing. But uh I feel like maybe my wife might make a little bit of fun of me. She's like, you know, kind of the same thing. She's like, you're stupid. Why do you want to do a podcast? Like, who cares about you? <laughs> a bunch of dorks. Right. I was like, <laughs> but, you know, so I, I'm in the army. I'm a medic in the army. And awesome. I, I've, I've been in for uh, coming up on 11 years now. So, you know, I've been overseas once and just the political environment you can't help but get sucked into even though in, in the army they want you to be like i don't know you, you don't really apolitical. have a side yeah basically yeah. you want to be apolitical which is very hard for me and sure. i will say it was really interesting when when trump was in office because you had a lot of people 
who are okay saying that they didn't like Trump and complain about him and stuff. But you also had the little groups of people that be like, Hey, Brian, um, Hey, did you see the thing about Trump last night? Blah, blah, blah. And like kind of pull me off to the side. And we would have these conversations about Trump and, you know, how we felt and, and all this stuff, but they're like, don't tell anybody else. You know, it's like super hush hush stuff. And mm-hmm. which I, you know, it was funny because you get some of the higher ups that, would eventually be hanging out around you, you know, like not around a group of people. And they would start talking to you about it and just look at him like, Whoa, dude, like you like Trump. Like, <laughs> that's kind of cool. Cause like <laughs> now I feel like we have something in common and I can actually kind of hold a little conversation. I feel like I'm going to get judged, but, um, right. yeah. but being our man, it, it's been interesting with, you know, the COVID and the, the jab and all that jazz, like, it it's a complete circus man so getting on here and and being able to have like an out for all that conversation or frustration about what's going on is is really nice because podcast is really like the last frontier as far as cancel culture is concerned because you don't see podcasts getting shut down yet unless you're alex jones (laughs) true unless you're alex jones (laughs) which um you know joe rogan you know he he battled right. that a little bit, oh, yeah. and mm-hmm. I, I think it just goes to show you that you, you're you not able to do that the podcasting yet because Spotify f- fought like crazy to keep him. Mm-hmm. I don't think the mainstream media was prepared at all for the fight that Joe Rogan put up. <laughs> I don't think so either. No, I don't. That, that dude's a stud, man. Mm-hmm. He just went right after him. They probably thought he was just going to fold like a cheap yep. lunch here, like all everybody else does. I mean, he, he sort of apologized a little bit when he might may not have needed to, but he didn't, you know, completely apologize to them, you know, the way that most people would come out and say, oh, I'm sorry, I realized the error of my ways. I'll make sure I do the work for now on. Right. Stuff like that. Yeah, now, there, so, there's way too many apologizing that, that goes on. You know, I mean, that's... Mm-hmm. You can't apologize for for your beliefs and well, no, absolutely not. not. That's where they taste blood. They know they've got you. Then if you oh, start yeah. doing that, so yeah, show <laughs> that little bit of weakness, and they they latch yep. on to forever and don't let go. But um, yeah. So before we get too far into it, man, um, I guess let everybody know like where they can find you and any kind of like social media links and stuff like that. So I'll, I'll of course add it all uh, in the description for everybody to find, but. Uh, just throw it out there for them. Sure. Uh, the best place to find links to uh, the various listening platforms actually on our website, um, contemporaryconservative.net. And there you can find links to our show, Conservative Conversations. Uh, we got a link to pretty much all the major platforms that we're on. Uh, we also have our other show that's not political in nature. It's more fun and it's like a comedy type show. Got links to that one there too. And um, we also have a little page on our website uh, that we use to like aggregate news headlines. So it's a pretty good resource um, to get all of our info. So it's contemporaryconservative.net. And you can find all of our links there pretty much. Awesome. Awesome. Kind of like cool. a, it's, it says like a link tree or something like that. Uh, no, it's an actual uh, okay. website um, okay. that we're hoping to build up a little more. Um, we have awesome. a, like a couple like opinion pieces that we've written and posted there. Mm-hmm. Um, we'd eventually like to 
work with other yeah have collaborators yeah like and, uh, people like you guys and other podcasters to see if they want to contribute any like written articles and stuff like that too oh sweet very nice so if someone wanted Heck to contribute yeah. uh, an, an article how would they go about doing that just reach out to you guys for like email or um website? yeah uh yeah someone could email um either of us and we can, we'll provide you with our email addresses to put in the show notes uh yeah somebody would uh, some other podcaster or I guess technically anybody really would want to provide like a written, like a little uh, opinion article or some kind of little news report that they think they have, but uh, we'll definitely take a look at it. Yep. Oh, that's awesome. Awesome. Very, 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 very nice. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Now I know like um, here in the news, we, we've had a lot of Ukraine stuff going on. What are, what are your thoughts on this big Ukraine Russian war? Um, I don't know if I really have too many thoughts on it, mostly because at this point, I'm just tired of hearing about it. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I mean, it's all everybody's been talking about the past month, basically. And, you know, it's, it's only so much that you can handle because it's not really changing any. I mean, you know, Putin has made some more progress, but I guess as of lately, he, has, he hasn't made too much more progress but in general you know uh i wouldn't say i'm a i'm not a war hawk and i'm not really a isolationist either uh yeah. but in this situation i think we should either be in or out because people you know they keep talking about we're not going to set up the no fly zone because we don't want to be involved in the war but at the same time we're doing everything but providing our own personnel to the situation yeah. yeah but basically i mean it's it's money and and weapons so i mean yeah <laughs> you're pretty so, much well, yeah what's yeah <laughs> yeah what's left at that point yeah right well, so, so i just think the other obvious thing too is you know this wouldn't have happened under trump you know the yeah. last time russia was acting this way was under obama when they took georgia mm-hmm. and i think that's just a tell too so I worry, you know, when everybody I just saw today in traffic, somebody has a support Ukraine bumper sticker. And when I'm just seeing, you know, so much of this type of messaging permeating Mm -hmm. every aspect of life, I just feel like it's a setup somehow. You know, this wouldn't be happening if Trump was president. There wouldn't be an issue. So I don't know how much of an issue it really is now, you know, Um, feel like it's there's a play going on and and i don't i don't know who wrote it i don't know how it's going to end but i just feel like i'm watching a movie or, or something yeah and I, I feel like it probably should go without saying too much i'm sure a lot of people you know feel for the citizens of both sides the citizens in russia and the citizens in ukraine because they're both being hurt either way and uh, that's you know that's a terrible situation there. Yeah. I mean, your civilians are always mm-hmm. you know, going to be pulling the short end of the stick on, on yeah. any kind of conflict that goes on, which is right. unfortunate. And I don't know how, how far down like rabbit holes you guys like to go down, but um, <laughs> I know on here, sometimes we like to travel down them a little bit, like oh, you know, yeah. kind of what you're saying, you know, is there really a war going on? Um, if so, is Russia really the bad guy? You know, they, they talked about the, the bio labs being in Ukraine 
and then you know the ties with the biden family mm-hmm. and so it's like well is is Russia going in there to try and clean this out you know end the biden stuff and so on and so forth but i don't, I don't think putin has uh any good intentions <laughs> other than no. other than serving putin right he's a despicable right. human being but uh, well, that's I mean, evident in the fact that he'll he has no problem shelling a maternity ward or a maternity yeah. hospital yeah exactly exactly i mean he's trash man but uh mm-hmm. but then you look at Zelensky, right and you look at the ukrainian government and mm-hmm. they're deeply involved with the with klaus schwab and the world economic forum and stuff like that and george soros and that's just like mm-hmm. uh i don't want to support that either Right. And it's the same so, Ukraine that has a company that we know as Burisma, where a certain former vice president, to use Stephen Crowder's yep. term, son, used to sit on their board. So, I mean, yep. how do you get away from that connection? Exactly. Well, and I think Collusion. there's a connection. I don't really understand it, but I think there's a connection to China and all this stuff, too, um, because I think there was some kind of compact that Russia and China had, wasn't there, that said, you know, that if one of them were going to end up at war with NATO or the United States, that they'd have each other's backs. And I feel like this is really leading up in some way for China to just take Taiwan. Absolutely. And, mm-hmm. um, so I feel like there's bigger things at play, but. You know, I don't know how far down the rabbit hole we have gone on that topic, and I don't see how it all, you know, meshes together or, or correlates. But there's definitely something foul in the state of Denmark. You know, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't know which one of you had said it was like a distraction, but Brian and I talked about this a few weeks ago. It just seems like they want you to focus over here. Well, meanwhile, you're not looking over on this side while they're moving all these pieces to make a bigger move it's like yeah they're definitely trying to pull one over on people but i definitely think china's taking taiwan i don't think that's going to be a question that's a matter of when they're going to do it right so when how convenient that it's always russia too that's the thing that i just can't believe about the american people is we've only heard about russia 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 Mm. for years and years and years now and they're always the bad guy why is I just don't understand that. I can't wrap my head around that one. <clears throat> How we just eat it up. You say Russia and we're scared. <laughs> I think everybody's still a little freaked out over the Cold War. Well, well they need to I mean, get with it. That's 30 years ago. Yeah. I mean, hey, you know, sometimes it's still too soon. So I guess for <laughs> a little butt hurt. But <laughs> you know, it was kind of funny too. It's like we get we have all this stuff going on, you know, with the the pipelines like the Keystone and the right. uh, uh, the one in Russia. What is it? That the Nord uh, Nord, Nord Stream Two. There we go. Yeah, yeah Nord Stream Two. And in I've not really followed much of like the the Q threads closely, nor do I really understand much of them. But I forget who I was even talking to about this, but someone was pointing out that there's a Q thread that mentions watching South America, like something big is going to happen in South America. And Hmm. now that you have, you know, us sanctioning Russia and canceling, you know, buying oil from them. And Biden is now looking at Venezuela for Mm -hmm. oil. So I've, I was sitting here. I was like, you know, this, this is really kind of weird because 
Hugh's saying to look at South America and and where's Venezuela? Yeah. It's in South America. So, so what's going to go on here, you know? Like what's the next thing? Go ahead. I think it was a month or so ago maybe. I sent you that link on that guy uh from Q on his little video. Yeah, and we both was. was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> but uh but if you listen to uh The War Room with Steve Bannon, I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys are familiar with him. Mhm. Yeah. He, he talked extensively on one of his episodes about the moves that China is making in South America as far as buying uh-huh. up ports and building ports, which would be awful mm-hmm. for the rest of us because now they would be able to just maneuver their ships as close as they wanted, basically to us, and well, block trading all, ports and everything else. I think it's all part of their mm-hmm. Belt and Road program because they've been That's doing it. this all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and... You, you know, you think about it too, is is the United States is in a in, in a really awesome position as far as the world's concerned. We are surrounded by two giant oceans. Mm-hmm. There's not another continent that's connected to us that is what you would call uh, enemies or you know terroristic organizations or anything. Yeah, it's, you have Mexico right. and, and Canada, but. You know, you're not connected to the Middle East. You know, you're not connected to Russia. We got mm-hmm. 53 huge miles between Alaska and Russia, which is awesome. But in order, to 53 miles. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah, it's yeah. stupid. Sarah Palin can see Russia from. <laughs> but, uh-huh. <laughs> but anyway, there's another story. No, um, it's a it's a very cool strategic place to be because you do have mm-hmm. those huge oceans. And so if you're going to attack by sea, you got a long way to travel. And if you're going to yeah. attack by air, you got a long way to travel. So the only way to get to the United States is you either gonna have to come in through Canada or you're gonna have to come in through like South America or Mexico. Which is pretty the easy. borders wide open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And not to mention, we just flew over how many thousands of Iraqi civilians or no, not yeah. Iraqi. Sorry, Afghanistan. Afghanistan. Yeah, yeah. So all we did vet those very well. males. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Imagine exactly. that, and all in the dead of night. Uh huh. Yep. Did exactly. you guys see some of those videos out of New York? Them getting dropped off in the dead of night up there. I, I didn't see I did the not. videos, but I, I did hear about that. Yep. They they did it on Fox News. They did a pretty big segment on it, but. Uh, <clears throat> I think it's pretty telling. Sounds just like Biden. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, it, it, it's I think there was even some of the uh, the security guards at the airports that were getting pulled in um, and, and placed on the tarmac. And they were asking a bunch of questions, you know, like, why are we out here on the tarmac? Like, what's flying in? That is so yeah. important. <laughs> and they wouldn't tell them anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you need to be here. You're not allowed to ask questions. And then they sit there, you know, with sneak a video or come out later and talk about how it's just a plane full of afghan you know folks and it's like what what's this about you know why are we dropping this many people off on a commercial airplane airplane here it doesn't make any sense but um so yeah we were talking about you know venezuela y'all seen where um elon has threatened to fight putin Oh yeah, like uh, to a wrestling match or something. Yeah, I, I think we <laughs> should totally you cut do out. It. Honestly, you cut out. What was that? Oh, Elon said- Musk. <laughs> yeah, was wanting to like go at it with Putin, like challenge him to a fight. That would be awesome. 
Yeah, I've heard about it. I think it'd be pretty hilarious. I think so too. I, I think pay per view. I, I mean, dude, it'd be the biggest nerd fight I think I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> you know, you imagine no, seeing man, Elon. He's out of his game. Golly, I know he's Putin come in riding on his bear, and Elon Musk probably has some. Right. Elon Musk probably have some weird little Android carry him in or some crap like that. But. You know. <laughs> But I was like, dude, that's that's totally got to happen because um, if if not, dude, pay per view is totally missing out. I'm sure everyone yeah. in the country would pay big money to watch that fight go down. Yep, do a cage. I match. would definitely pay for that. Well, you have to make sure uh, Putin's not going to pull any tricks because you know he would try to poison Elon somehow. <laughs> oh yeah, he would. <laughs> Some of that KGB stuff. <laughs> oh my god, I know. Yeah, it probably wouldn't even be Putin fighting. He's like, Yeah, I got someone else to fight for me. You know, after his life, his family, you know. <laughs> you got SpaceX rocket, I got poison dart. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, what a trip. Yeah, for sure, man. I, I would I would pay so much money to watch that. It wouldn't even be funny. I would go broke. But yeah, um definitely. But yeah, so, you know, getting into uh, another note on, on things. Have y'all uh, seen Kid Rock making his latest statement about, like, being uncounselable and, like, enjoying the fact? I love Kid Rock, dude. Oh, I, uh, I haven't heard anything super recent. Maybe two months ago, I heard that new song he put out. Uh, what the heck's the We the People? It? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It. yeah, We the People. Yeah, it was all right. It's I mean, it's a pretty catchy song. I like, you know, I like the words. Yeah, like for sure. Saying. I want to see if I can, if I can actually get this to work because I've got this uh, audio here. Whoops, there we go. Oh, I'll, I'll probably. I was like, what the heck just happened to my phone? <laughs> yeah, right. So yeah, so here's here's Kid Rock. I'll, I'll play this real quick, and we kind of listen to it and and hear it in his own words here. Good. And play. You never see artists talk like that. They seem very easy to intimidate. At what point did you realize, like, you're just not going to be intimidated? Day one. Really? I think I crawled out of the womb with both middle fingers in the air. <laughs> and that wasn't anything. A lot of it, you know, is, you know, there's a little fun in there to kind of, you know, yeah, be rock and roll and be the yeah. bad guy and this, that, and the other. Because, you know, my heart's big at the end of the day. And I have a lot of love and respect for anybody that shows that back to me. But, uh, you know. Grandpa don't play no mess either. Do the other guys in your business ever say to you, like, man, I wish I could say exactly what I think all the time? Every day. <laughs> really? <laughs> Every day. Especially the country guys. Yeah. Because they got to be understandably careful. Like, you know, the awards and things, radio, corporate interests, they mean a lot in country music. The awards stuff actually help them out. And rock and roll, it's like, hey, you're getting an award for this. It's like, tell them to having a like, I care less about their awards. You don't want any more awards. <laughs> I've never played any of those games anyway. But yeah, so, you know, like Kid Rock doing his thing. I mean, you know, Kid Rock is Kid Rock, dude. Like, oh, you're yeah. you're never going to shut that man up. I, I don't know. He's been that way since at least the 90s, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. <laughs> I mean, I, I remember, you know, of course, when Kid Rock first came out, I was like, here you go. You got this long haired kind of like hippie type of redneck you know and it's just like and he's trying to rap and do uh -huh. rock at the same time i was like this dude ain't gonna go anywhere <laughs> and when you know you know i yeah. of course get hooked on it and 
and and now here he is, you know, this huge patriot. And then he even run for um, like governor Senate. Or, or Senate. Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. I, I think it was like a state <laughs> Senate seat in Michigan. But yeah, definitely he tried to. I didn't know we did that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was like promoting it and stuff at his concerts and, and things, uh-huh. I believe. And it, oh, dude, it was incredible. That, that man is an absolute trip. Right. I love I'm him. sure like 20 years ago, by our current standards, he probably would have been probably a little more liberal, but I'm glad he's on our side now, at least for yeah. sure. Yeah, I definitely agree to that. Like I was completely shocked when I started finding out that he was this big conservative. I'm like, well, we're talking about the same guy here, right? Yeah, right. I can smell a pig from a mile away. That guy. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, ball with the balls, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With the boogie, I'll chop the boogie, something like that. Yeah, some some weird crap like that. Dude, I don't even know. You could probably <laughs> just say whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's funny. But yeah, I love that guy. You know, I and I think he he even went uh with like a private label or something like that now. So that he's out of the mainstream Good. Like, uh, recording industry sense. and stuff. So mm-hmm. you know, like with him and uh and Tom McDonald. You know, they're, they're getting rid of that. A lot of people are pulling away from the labels so that their music doesn't get pulled and they kind of have a little bit more freedom with it and things. So, well, um, even not politically speaking, but just financially, it makes more sense for the artists, right? Because these yeah, record yeah. labels have so much power over them and right. they don't see the majority of the royalties and they're doing the work. Right. Yep. Yeah. Garbage, exactly. man. Yeah. yeah. I'm hoping more and more, you know, conservative like artists and, movie makers and stuff like that are going to speak out because it's about time to change up the, you know, the institutions a little bit. Oh, big yep. time. Same know, for the universities too. I think there has to be a yeah. huge change oh, with would, those. I think that'll take the longest probably. Well, I don't know. It, it That is going to be something that's be really hard because I was talking with my wife the other day about this, you know, because this, this freaking transgendered s- swimmer has oh, been yeah. plastered all over everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I saw a video and I, I believe is at the same NCAA uh, swim race um, that was going on. And this lady was like, I can't believe, you know, you are letting a man compete in this competition. Like that's, yeah. that's just gross. Like my, my kids are down here, you know, my daughter's swimming. It's, it's a girl's swim meet and there's right. a dude. And I think it was this guy, I don't know if he was like part of like the NCAA or part of like working, you know, in, in the background or whatnot, but he was arguing with her about this. And he's like, you just, you just don't understand biology. You're not a scientist, you know, basically. <laughs> right. And she, she was like, well, I know the difference between a cat and a dog and I'm not a veterinarian. So like, <laughs> like I don't know what your exactly. argument is here. You know, you know, like this is literally a dude and, and he was getting <laughs> kind of offensive. Like if you would just calm down, we could have a conversation, you know, about, you know, my, how I see things and, and right. how you view things and, and all this stuff. And it's just, when you sit there and look at these people, you can't have a conversation with them. Like their no. brain is just gone. Nope. I, I don't understand what happened. Like the wiring and people just overnight just went haywire. Well, I don't understand either. And when you think of, you know, how hard they fought for Title IX yeah, and what its purpose that. was, you know, and, mm-hmm. and now the younger generation is just coming along and spitting on all that. Yeah. You know, it's like, 
I don't see how you could even want to call yourself a feminist anymore. I mean, the old school feminists, maybe, but I don't know. It just seems like it's gotten so far out of hand. I I, I don't feel like they even know what they're fighting for. Mm hmm. Yeah, they definitely took it and ran off the rails with it. Yeah, because I was going to say pretty much what he said. Like, where are the 50 and 60 year old women now who, you know, 50 years ago were fighting to get their own sports programs in school? And now it's basically just being erased. Yeah, right. right. The fight to get the boys back on the girls' team, right? Like, yeah, you would think they would be up in arms over it, or they should be. Yeah, yeah exactly. But, well, and I think it's funny is because you have a bunch of dudes that are going to women's sports. I mean, you don't see any women going to dude sports. Yeah, definitely not as often. No, no, not at all. So it's like, well, (laughs) I guess you're just not good enough to hang with the boys. So yeah, you can go play with the girls. Dude, that's a hundred (laughs) percent. Whatever makes you feel better about yourself. (laughs) But, but no, it's exactly like you guys were saying, you know, I think if, if more of the, the female athletes, and things would would step out and voice their opinions more and mm-hmm. fight against this. I think we would see something change a little bit quicker, but right. for some well, reason uh, they're not, and I don't get it. Yeah, uh, I don't know who all you guys follow, but uh, I'm a pretty big fan of uh, the Daily Wire and most of the guys mm-hmm. over there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and just uh, yesterday or today, Matt Walsh, he's pretty big on the transgender issue. Yep. He was talking about how there was finally one female student athlete who wrote a letter to the NCAA, you know, calling this stuff out and is willing to stand up and put her name on it and fight for the truth. So I think, you know, it, it probably is going to hopefully start opening up people's eyes and more people standing up because another thing that he pointed out, I, that I think makes sense is this seems to be one issue that a large majority of people can recognize for what it is, is biological men are finding their way onto women's sports and completely disadvantaging the women. Yep. And it basically opens, you know, the door, the window to look inside the bigger issue of, you know, the transgender issues and pushing it on to kids and stuff like that. Yeah. So hopefully it's going to be like a trickle down effect, if you will. The more they see the sports stuff, they'll start making connections to that and uh, the transgenderism being pushed on the kids and the schools and stuff like that too. Yes. Yeah, so I, I think if people don't, start standing up against it then you know your your women's sports and things are just going to eventually die out yeah which is is going to go against everything that every woman has worked so hard you know to accomplish mm-hmm. it's going to erase all that and and right. erase it for what equality like come on they yeah they were well, fighting for equality, equality. <laughs> and and now like yeah we're supposed to see some some dude who wants to be a girl is being equal like um I, i'm sorry like this stuff's got to stop. And even, gosh, how long was it ago? It was probably about maybe four years ago, I guess by now, uh, in the army when this whole transgender thing was going on. Um, I've always been super vocal about it. And people in my unit, like, 
dude, like you got to shut up, man. You can't say stuff like that. I'm like, that's jacked up. Like, you know, this is gross. I mean, just yeah. call it what it is, you know? And so, <laughs> I mean, it, it really is like, okay. So you're going to tell me that a dude wants to be a girl. Okay. Whatever. I don't believe that at all. You know, and if, if a dude is saying that he wants to be a girl, it's because he wants to get in their showers and all that stuff. Like, I mean, how are you going to vet that? Right. You know, like, oh, I, <laughs> I could say that. I'd be like, to... oh, I want to be a girl. You know, like, I, mm-hmm. I have fully decided <laughs> that I'm going to be a girl. So I'm going to bunk with them. I'm going <laughs> to yeah, like, I'm allowed to shower because I identify as a female. Right. But long story short, they, they were saying this was coming from our higher ups. They were saying that if a male or female, this mainly focuses around males for some reason, but as long as they were doing the, the gene therapy, like the pills or whatever the crap it is that they have to take, as long as they were at that step, it could show proof that they were taking those. Then, then they were okay with it. I'm like, so like completely anatomically correct but taking the pills is okay. So you, you could have well, some dude with his, you know, sausage and, and berries <laughs> dangling around over there in the women's shower, hanging out uh, with the and girls. That's perfectly acceptable. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. fine. Who cares? You know, that's fine. He's trying to be a girl. I'm like get mm-hmm. out of here with that crap. Come right. on. I mean, I, if you want to, allow people like that into whatever kind of institution, whether it be sports or the military, whatnot. I don't think it's unreasonable to basically make them their own category. I know it sounds harsh to sort of other them in that kind of manner, but you know, that's sort of what they want anyway is their own safe space. So why don't we just give them a transgendered bathroom or a transgendered sports team where Whatever way you identify, you can be on that team. I'm sorry. <laughs> they already yeah, have transgendered bathrooms. They're called the family bathroom. Yeah, well, see, there we go. That's a good point. <laughs> I'm just kidding. How great. <laughs> Covers everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, it does. So, you know, like going, going back to the Army stuff, they were sitting there saying that they were going to allow them to use like their, their TRICARE or whatever to, to cover the medical expenses to have their surgeries and stuff done. Oh yeah. You know, and finally, thank God Trump came in there. I was like, uh, uh, no, sorry. We're, we're not allowing our taxpayers, you know, to pay for someone who is severely confused to go in there and chop and tuck and whatever it is. They do. Whatever you do. No, thank you. Sorry. Sorry. That. And personally for me, if I'm if I get stuck in a battlefield somewhere, I don't want to be with someone who is confused as to what sex they are. I don't need that on the battlefield. You know, like if you're having that kind of mental issue, I don't trust you with a freaking weapon. I like, know. No, I'm sorry. I don't. No, no, no. Well, I, I think you could apply that same logic to almost any line of work. Honestly, I mean, <clears throat> whatever your sexual preferences or your lifestyle choices or whatever. I don't see why they necessarily belong in the, in the workplace. I mean, yeah. I remember this was an issue back in 2010 when we were freshmen in college. Um, I wrote a paper and it was on transgenderism in the military. Okay. And I made this point and said, you know, even just my butcher or, you know, my accountant, 
if I'm supposed to be meeting about my end of year taxes or, you know, buying a brisket and all they want to do is talk to me about their sexual preferences. I mean, that's just wrong. No matter where you are. I mean, I feel like, you know, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It, it doesn't need to be in the workplace. Like sexual preference just needs to be left alone. And, and, you know, like I forget who was saying it earlier, you know, they're, they're tossing in our schools and forcing it yeah. down our kids' throats now. And, wanting to push it on kindergartners and things. I'm like, come mm-hmm. on, dude. That was a big reason why I wanted to start doing a podcast, man, was to push back on all that, get our voices out there. Cause that's a hot topic for me. Right. Know, I got a son that's, and Brian's got kids too, but yeah. you know, my son's in the public school system and uh, we live in a pretty rural area of Southern Indiana, right across Kentucky. So by and large, we don't really have to deal with that as much. Yeah. Oh, well, but I-, I don't want it to get to that point. Over in Kentucky, haven't you heard recently? Is there's that sexy summer camp for kids yeah. or whatever? Yes. Yeah, that's creepy shit. I just want to run through there with, just, a, with a bucket dude. of gasoline in the match and just start yeah. throwing stuff. Like, no, get that out of here. It's absolutely disgusting. And then they have drag queens in there reading to kids and oh uh, at the school. I'm like, get Story out of here, hour. dude. Yep. Yeah, like, but that really here. is the worst one. Is this transgenderism? You know, to allow kids. They already play with the Mr. and Mrs. Potato Heads, right? And you can just swap all the parts and everything. Mm-hmm. To think that human beings, that our bodies are just like a Mr. Potato Head, you can just go swapping the pieces around, <laughs> is the most horrible concept right. to give a child because you're talking about irreversible damage mm-hmm. to their little bodies, you know? And that's, yeah. I can't think of anything more sinful, honestly. I mean, I don't know how religious you guys are or anything, but I almost feel like it's a warped <clears throat> sort of religion that they have to, to make everything that's bad, good, and everything that's good, bad. And I don't know. I don't know how else to explain where they come from, honestly. <clears throat> it's really yeah, scary so stuff. Go ahead, Jay. I was going to say, I can speak for me. I'll let Brian speak for him. But I mean, I'm, I'm certainly a Bible-believing Christian. 100%. If you, sure. The name of our podcast, The Resistance of Contramundum, is a play on both of that. The resistance being we're going to resist these, what at the time was the, the vaccine mandate, the mask mandate, this transgender movement of critical and critical race theory in the schools. But then yeah. Contramundum is basically we're opposed to the world. Yeah, right. It's the world. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, that's where that, that's where that comes in at. So. But yeah, yeah it's, it's basically how it is now. You know, all the traditional and conservative believing people were now what the counterculture and the people that have to fight back. Whereas, like, yeah, 60 years ago, it was you know, the liberals were fighting for whatever they were fighting for then, but now it's our turn. Yeah, yeah, it's completely flipped. Yep, yeah, exactly. it, it doesn't, I, I can't wrap my head around and nothing that i do because i i try you know to to see things from everyone's point of view but that mm-hmm. point of view i just i can't get my headspace there you can't even reason with it man it's no. completely irrational no no and you try to have a decent conversation with them sometimes even not even someone who's who's like transgender or anything like that or believes in critical race theory whatever just just having a conversation with someone who identifies as democrat or liberal or whatever 
you can't even have just a normal sit down conversation and share viewpoints without them being like, well, you're an idiot. Yeah. You know? Well, well you're, you're exactly right. You were racist, talking about it earlier. You're a homophobe. Or- yeah. Yeah. You were talking about it earlier with this, uh, you know, the transgender athlete. What's her name? Tommy Lauren or something. Uh, I can't think of what it is. Right Leah now. Thomas. Leah Thomas. That's yeah. It. That's the swim. Yeah. Leah Thomas. Yeah. And you were talking yeah. about these people getting an argument and the lady was saying, well, you know, I can tell a cat from a dog and I'm not a veterinarian. I think that is what's going to wake people up, though. I mean, because at a certain point, this gets so ridiculous mm-hmm. that they have yeah. to say, well, what am I supposed to believe? Your advanced doctorate or my own lying eyes? You know, I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. You can see the truth. We know what the truth is. Mm-hmm. You know, we can ignore it, we can fight against it, but at some point, this world of ours has got to come back around to the truth, you know, mm-hmm. to that age old truth that we've known since the dawn of time. And boys are boys and girls are girls, you know, and you can't fight that. Oh, I think I even had a book when I was a kid that told me the difference between the two. <laughs> I was no in between at that point. <laughs> right. Well, I think, uh, a lot of conservative shows that play this little clip from a movie. I think it's from Kindergarten Cop, where oh, a yeah. little kid says, "Boys have penises and girls have vaginas." Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh man, we just turned it into an explicit episode. <laughs> uh, oops. <laughs> no, oops. <laughs> oh, but, but yeah, I mean, it it just it's, it's not it's rocket simple. science. The no. thing is, man, they just attack mm. the whole concept of objective truth. Yeah, there is oh, no yeah. different truth anymore. It's I have my truth. You have your truth. They exactly. have their truth. Yeah. And it's, it's such garbage, man. It doesn't work. Yeah. 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 And all their moral, moral, moral relativism. relativism. Yep, exactly. That's what that, I was saying. That too. took a hold, I think, faster than anybody saw it coming. I was reading about it 10 years, 10, 15 years ago, man. And I was like, yeah, I can see where that's going to be a thing. And then, yeah. boom, it's like it dug its claws in, man. And it just went full force into it yep. and so many people came to it that's a crazy thing mm-hmm. well because most people don't want to be confrontational so they just avoid it well and i think in True. another way if if you are faithful i think it comes in a way from the fact that we are born out of sin too you know we're all sinful in nature so we all have things we you know would not like others to know, or we don't want to talk about things we're ashamed of maybe, or whatever. And so I think it comes out of that as maybe if I forgive you for your sin, maybe you can forgive me for mine mine. instead of, you know, realizing that uh, forgiveness of sins only comes from one source and not from each other. You know, we don't. Correct. So, yeah, I agree hundred percent with that. And, you know, you have the, the, the other side of the fence where, they push so hard for everyone else. Well, you just, you know, you have to accept that I'm the way that I am. And, you know, mm-hmm. and the, like I said, again, like the equality, but at the same time, they don't want to accept that. I believe, mm-hmm. you know, that right. a man's a man, a woman's a woman, marriage between a man and a woman only that kind of thing. They're like, no, no, you, that, why do you believe that you have to believe my way? Cause if you don't right. believe my way, then you're against me. And, and that's not fair. Right. Yeah, you're so like, delegitimizing me. You're yeah, like if it works for you, why can't it work for me? You know, right. like why we can just agree to disagree. You know, yeah. and like I, I've been reading. I use that phrase a lot. Oh yeah, you have to. You, you have to. Have to. I mean, you, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's 
um, what I was going to say is I've been reading Graham Allen's book, Dear America, and this he's gotten on a part of the book where he's talking about, you know, this whole division in America thing. And he's like, you know, division in America, there's not really division. It's just people that have different opinions of things. And he's like, if you really want to get down into it and call it division, America has been divided since forever. Oh yeah. Everything's been divided. Like there was people in the revolutionary war. They didn't want to fight, you know, against they the want to stand or bring control. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you have that division going on. And then he's like, that's just what America was built on. Even when they were making the constitution, they didn't all agree. Right. You know, they, they were all totally different people, but came together enough to, so that they could build something for everyone to have a better life off of, even though they right. didn't completely agree with each other. And that's what I think everyone has, has forgotten is that America is supposed to be divided because not everyone's going to have the same opinion. If yeah. you have the same opinions or only supposed to have the same thought structure, then you're looking at, you know, communism and socialism. Everyone right. has to think the same way or you're just wrong, you know, or you're, you're cast out. And, and that's not what America is. We're all supposed to have our own opinions. People got to wake Amen. up and realize that. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know? Yeah. So. If we all agreed on the same thing, there really wouldn't be too much need for the government because everything would just be hunky dory, you know? <laughs> exactly right. It'd be all right. Good point. Yeah. There wouldn't be wars. You know, right. That's... Exactly. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, well, guys, I, I know we're getting close to, to our one hour time um trying to wrap things up here do you want to go ahead and give everybody a little bit of outro just kind of remind them where they can find you all and uh and we'll kind of roll out from there sure um uh, once again we are from conservative conversations and you can find us on apple spotify we even have our episodes on youtube and most other major podcast platforms you can also visit our website at contemporaryconservative.net for additional information and some additional content. And uh, uh, you can email us, as we sort of mentioned earlier, uh, if you want to submit any kind of article to us. Um, we'll provide emails to uh, the resistance, and they'll put in their notes, I imagine. And... Uh, I think that's it, Frank. You got anything? Oh, just thanks for listening. And it's been awesome hanging out, talking to you guys uh, with Resistance Podcast here. You guys seem pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, yeah, <laughs> feel that. free to plug yourselves for, for our listeners so where they can find you guys. Okay. Yeah. Um, so again, I, I thank you guys for, for joining the podcast tonight. It's been an absolute pleasure. It's been great conversation. I've had an absolute blast. Yeah. Um, so as far as we can find us, we, of course, are on Apple, uh, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, um, all your major podcast platforms. Uh, we also have uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and we just recently hopped on TikTok. I'm still kind of working that out, but... <laughs> You know, it's all, prog- it's all in progress. <laughs> but, uh, uh, of course, we've got an email, uh, theresistance.contramundum at gmail.com. 
you can reach us there and uh working on some youtube as well so we're, we're going to be a little bit everywhere here soon so hopefully hopefully all this comes together but um yeah it's it's been a blast i've had a great time doing a podcast jared's yeah, been same here a great host as well so yeah we'll uh, we'll have to hook up again maybe we can we can hop on your side of things uh, yeah that'd be definitely. awesome yeah that'd yeah, be great yeah we enjoyed him uh doing the show with you it was pretty fun right on yep and this is only our third time using zoom so we're wow. still kind of getting used to it so uh <laughs> i'm glad it's worked it's definitely worked out a lot better than the first time we yeah. ever did this so. awesome <laughs> well yeah. good yeah maybe we'll, we'll get to a point where we don't have to do any cuts or anything like that that'll be that'll be pretty yeah. nice <laughs> yep nowhere to go but up i'm sure yeah exactly exactly so that's right guys y'all got to get out there and listen to our podcast so that you know we can actually afford to do better things for you guys because uh, believe it or not podcasting it can be cheap but it only yep. gets better when you pay for things so that's right you know get out there listen to our commercials please pretty please no one i know everybody hates commercials but in the end that's how everything helps makes everybody money. Out. that's right that's, that's right right, right. All right. Well, guys, uh, we are out again. Thank you, Reed. Thanks, Frank. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us, and we hope you all have an awesome night. We'll hook up again soon. All right. Thank you guys very much. Thanks a lot, guys. All right. Yeah. See you all. Take care, guys. See you guys. Bye. And there you have it, listeners. I hope you enjoyed that great conversation with Brian and Jared. I know Frank and I both had a good time talking to them. It was really fun. We enjoyed it. And we hope to be able to do it again soon. And as you may have heard, uh, Brian is in the Army. And Frank and I wanted to thank him for his service. Uh, we didn't want to interrupt him in the show while he was talking to say that. So thank you, Brian, for your service to our military. And listeners, be sure to subscribe, share, comment, review, wherever you get the show. Whether it's on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube any of the major platforms. And as always, thank you for listening.